Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Self-Medicated Podcast. This is your pod for April 27th. I am your host, Troy Alim, a.k.a. Young Quentin Quarantino, a.k.a. The Wayfair. I am here with Packed House this time. We got Justin, a.k.a. The Captain of the Igloo, a.k.a. Young, Popular, and Friendly, and introducing, a.k.a. The Box Hunter. Uh, we also have Ish, Young Sisov in the building, the hardest working man in hospitality, Warzone Poppy, the basement dweller. We in this bitch. <laughs> and then we have a new guest today, Paige, just Paige. Welcome, Paige. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Good, 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 good. How was, um, how was everybody's weeks? Another fucking week of quarantine. Another one. Another one. Uh, any, any, anything different? Anything new? Nah. Uh-huh. It's like the same shit over and over again, yeah. right? I full, uh, fully blown screamed at my roommates oh, about nice. things. Fully blown, full blown lungs, like, full like, capacity. Like, full capacity. Tell us more. Keep going. So, okay, uh, one of them had hit his skillet in the in his room and went to Walmart, mm-hmm. right? And we're sharing skillets here. So he goes to Walmart. Uh-huh. When he comes back, the other roommates were the ones that told me about it. I had had it. So I was like, hey, oh, hey, there he is. Talk of the town. <laughs> Talk to the town, hey man, yeah, I want to talk to you. He's like, yeah, what's up, man? He tried to give me the same energy. And I just started railing on him about fucking cleaning. <laughs> so I think we're all turning against each other. We all yelled at each other at one point. You know, everybody was screaming. Yeah, so yeah, I think yeah. that we're at that point of the human experiment. <laughs> starting to turn against each other. Yeah. yeah. I've had some pretty horrible roommate stories before, too. Roommates are not fun, bro. Mm-hmm. It's not. Like, you got to have. I've also had some ideal roommate situations. Mm-hmm. Uh, that were lit as fuck, but there's also some bad ones, and the bad ones make the good ones not worth it, honestly. <laughs> at least not worth risking it, at least. Um, do you have bad roommate stories? Never really had any roommates. I was gonna say, he can't relate. Yeah, no. What about you, Paige? You've had some bad roommates? Um, yeah, but they're friends, so we can't talk about that. Uh, Ooh, off the ground. Okay. Uh, that's smart. Yeah, I've had. So when I was in Atlanta, the last crib I stayed at in Atlanta was with the homie Jason Jamel and our homie Jason at the time too, but we was able to just sit there and make music. So it was like the in-home studio. So it was awesome. It was mm. great. But then That's I cool. also lived with, I lived with other people who just was not, I shouldn't have been living with them. <laughs> and we could leave it there. <laughs> what um, happened to these stories you want to talk about last week? You're not going... I mean, we could do story time. Get in there. <laughs> want to. So this is, this is I had, time to give a roommate story. Yeah. All right. So I had a roommate who was on my baseball team at the junior college that I was playing ball at in Springfield, actually. Mm-hmm. And so as a part of the baseball team, we all kind of got housing and apartments as part of the thing because they didn't have any like dorms or anything. Yeah. So they had like a little apartment complex they had to deal with. So they matched it. They just put players together. My roommate was some country ass, tobacco chewing, skinny head ass white boy who knew nothing about the world. I don't think he had ever been out of like mm. Atlanta, Illinois, wherever the fuck he was from. Like, yeah. yeah, so he was real awkward. He was like strange. Now looking back, he may have been on the spectrum or some shit. But like, this motherfucker was weird, bro. He would, nah, he was strange. He would. He would like we had we had two bathrooms, but it was like one water heater, I guess. Okay. This motherfucker would be in the shower for hours at a time. 
hours at a time. Water. That's me. All the hot water out the whole crib. Can't nobody wash no dishes. Can't nobody do shit. This nigga couldn't cook for shit. He couldn't cook anything, so he would just microwave everything. So if there was anything cooked in the crib, he would sneak and eat it. But it was just me and him. So like, nigga, like, fam, I could easily ask for an extra portion for you. Like, that's not a big deal. We can handle that. Yeah, he was just a pain in the ass. He used to hook up. I don't, this was a long time ago, so I don't even know how he knew how to do this. But he used to hook up his laptop to our TV that we had in our living room and watch porn. And then leave it. Wow. <laughs> like, would leave it. Like, leave his laptop and shit hooked up to the computer and oh leave God. out the in the living room. Like, go into his room or some shit. Yeah, man. It was, it was probably Yeah, you can't just watch it in your own room. You have to show him. He wanted the big screen. Yeah. He did want the big screen. (laughs) I mean, you can't blame him for wanting the big screen, but goddamn. Right. (laughs) Clean up after yourself. And then, (laughs) at least, at least once I caught this nigga at at my door listening in on some shit. (laughs) That is so funny. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, He he, he was a weird (laughs) one. That's funny. Uh, It's funny until it happened to you. Right. <laughs> Until you gotta cuss a motherfucker out like Shorty this. <laughs> One thing that I've noticed that's new for me this week, so I'm uh, obviously quarantined in the crib, right? But above me, there's a lesbian couple that lives, and they keep day fucking, bro. <laughs> they keep loudly, obnoxiously day fucking, okay? And that's fine, whatever, I don't I'm really like, care. You don't have anything else to do. Yeah, I'm not mad or anything, except for the fact that they fuck right above where I work. Oh, <laughs> oh. So it's like, it's it's not loud enough to be picked up on like work calls. I was calls, about to say, the Zoom calls but it's loud enough else. for me to hear and wonder if they can hear, yeah. <laughs> right? So it's like, it's, it's hella distracting and funny as fuck. Wow. It's absolutely hilarious. But yeah, they've they, they been going in. They're happy. <laughs> I know that. I know that. Uh, have y'all noticed any strange things or, or interesting things about your neighbors in the quarantine? People are at home more. Yeah. I already know my neighbors are a bunch of weirdos anyway. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you're not. <laughs> they probably say the same thing. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> What else is, what has happened since we last talked? Oh, we haven't talked about this at all. The Babyface versus Teddy Riley joint. Ah. We ain't talked about either one of them. Part two. We, we might have talked about part one, but part two, Lord have mercy. <laughs> Listen, I don't understand. They, they don't have no nieces or nephews or not, nobody that know how to work a phone. They don't know nobody that know how to work a phone. That shit was hilarious. Teddy Riley was, yeah, he was, he was fucking it up. So like with this with this IG battle, it was interesting because the songs that they played was one thing, and you have to judge that. But presentation is everything too. So all of the shit that happened in the in between cannot be ignored, right? So I say Teddy Riley took a royal ass whooping, mm. and I don't think it was that close from presentation to song selection to the songs that he played in reaction to Babyface's songs. I was like, this ain't it, boss. <laughs> he had his his he didn't do his own playlist his own discography justice honestly that's probably true he did miss out on a lot of songs that probably would have won us rounds yep. yep and then i do appreciate the fact that he he's able to take a joke and it's like 
Yeah, I'm happy about that. He was getting roasted. He was getting roasted. But that's some old school shit. You can't get mad. Like, you're not going to get mad. Right? Like, that's some young nigga shit to get, like, offended. (laughs) And get mad, post a video, talk about, fuck all you know. We ain't having no battle no more. Right. Fuck that. Fuck haters. Um, So, yeah, shout out to Babyface and Teddy Riley. Babyface is never, ever, ever, ever again Don't hopping that. on Instagram live. <laughs> he's not doing He's not fucking with ghetto ass niggas. But he had my favorite meme out of the whole thing. Babyface did? Yeah, you see the meme when it was like when she about to take her panties off and it was oh, Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like that. <laughs> yeah, he snapped it that way. Yeah. He snapped meme it. Meme of the week. <laughs> Definitely meme of the week. Meme of the week. <laughs> Folks were also talking about the, who is it, Diddy versus Dr. Dre mm. battle, which I think is just so hard to do because they don't have the same roles in music, right? Like, Dr. Dre is a producer. Mm. They're both producers. Yeah, but, yeah, you're right. But I think that Dr., like, Diddy don't make no beats. So like his producer ear is a little bit different than Dre's. True. Dre is approaching it with a little bit more of a like musical science behind True. it. Whereas yeah. Diddy just kind of know he, he's he more about is the vibe of the music. Right? Like oh, he, they so did he, battle or are going to? They're not gonna fucking. They're battle. talking about them battling. Talking That's about what the talk is. It would be great to have them battle. Yeah. But really, the question is, outside of them two, who the fuck can, else can follow Babyface and Teddy Riley? Like every, anybody else has mm. got to be, uh, kind of like whatever. Right. It's got to be some True. new niggas yeah. now. It's not no more classic people that you can really, like, on the level of Babyface and Teddy. <laughs> you can't really follow them up for real. Who and who? I mean, the uh, only higher legend in Babyface <laughs> and Teddy Riley is um, Quincy Jones. But who the fuck is Quincy Jones going to battle? Exactly. <laughs> Quincy versus uh, Rick Rubin? Nah, that wouldn't even be fair. <laughs> exactly. What about Rick Rubin versus Drake? Let's just separate the shit they worked on mm. together. I don't know about that one. That'd be interesting. What about Pharrell? Pharrell. What would they battle? Pharrell. Why he can't take on like Dre or somebody? Ooh, that'd be interesting. Pharrell versus Dre. Cause Pharrell only got like what the Neptunes, I guess, in general, only got like a few hits in the '90s. Most of that stuff was from the 2000s. Yeah. You can play Rum Shaker. Yeah. But I mean, anybody Timbaland, yeah, he did. He, he battled Swiss Beats. Swiss Beats. Yeah. I did not see that one. I don't think a lot of people did. I feel like it didn't get as much hype as the rest of these battles have gotten. Well, because remember, they battled already. This is, this is before the quarantine, right? right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They battled before oh. the quarantine. Like, oh. Like maybe a year ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really, the first celebrities to do it? To yeah, really? I think that's oh. why they're kind of the A&Rs for the verses. Just Blaze and Swiss, weren't they the first oh, ones? Oh, yes, that's right. They were first. Very first. Then it was Swiss and, and then it was Swiss and oh. Yeah. Yes. So, like, the, the whole versus concept came from them, really. They've been mm-hmm. A&R and cool. all of these battles, pretty pretty much. I saw uh, Just Blaze and the Heatmakers. Just Blaze and the Heatmakers? I think that would be interesting. Be if you're a New York 2000s rap fan. Right. <laughs> Because I have no idea what you're talking about. There's a bunch of words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right there with it. It's, about a, it's about a knowledge. I don't know who that is. Sorry uh, to you know man. their songs, but you just don't know Sorry who they are. Sorry to that yeah. man. That's <laughs> interesting. When did the shift happen from... Because they were first producer in like beat battles originally, and then they got into catalog battles. Mm-hmm. 
When did that switch happen? That's a good question. Who, who was the first one? Like Neo and Janta? Well, Janta is a catalog artist. Yeah. I mean, those were the first Hip-Boy, ones. That nah, I think it was Hip Boy and Producers. Hip Boy and Boy Wonder had to be. Oh, no, they're both producers. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I was like, what am I talking about? Just as someone says niggas is bored and niggas is competitive. Who did the dream go against? Sean Garrett, man. Yeah, was that the first I, was, I thought they were just going to keep were doing like different into it, though, like, that shit was It wasn't, weird. like, friendly at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, has Babyface Teddy Riley taken over as more entertaining than uh, Dream and Sean Garrett? At least that first one did. Because it's <laughs> such a mess. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that was, shit was disgusting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Sean Garrett was a mess, too, now. He personally was a mess. And Teddy Riley personally wasn't a mess. <laughs> Technically, he was. Well, he was just. Uh, he's all. Oh, that's old. all. Yeah, that's yeah. true. He tried to do too yeah. much. Yeah, he really did. That's all. Sounds of development. There's some kind of schedule for these battles. How are you guys finding them? And it's all Instagram. Instagram. It's all the culture, yeah. bro. Yeah. Just see somebody Word around. Or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They literally are like Random. making promo fight flyers and shit. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You just gotta be following. It's yeah. literally. Ain't nothing else to do but like browse the internet. True. <laughs> and that's what happens. You stumble across these things. I missed the fucking Rory and uh, Maul, uh, Fab and Lil Wayne mixtape battle. Mm. I was salty about that. I saw that online. What well, about uh, Chris Brown versus Amarion? Who's winning? Chris, Chris Brown. Brown. Chris Brown. Look at that. See? That's what I said. Who said Look, the I dance community is saying Omarion, hands down. They're the saying dance destroy. Community? I feel yeah. like if you're doing... Are you talking about dancing? Are you talking about dance, dance battle dancing. or music? Sorry. Dancing. Oh, I thought oh. you were talking oh, about music. Sorry. Yeah. I still go I'm Chris still Brown. I'm still going Chris. Hell yeah. Yeah. He can do flips and shit. That's what I'm saying. Omarion like, <laughs> definitely could get a flip just, off. I did. Chris Brown doesn't like front flip without running, though. Or just... Yeah, exactly. Michael Jackson tribute. Come on. True. Yeah. Come on, man. I'm going Chris Brown. Come on, exactly. I'm going Chris Brown on that one. I mean, who else? Yeah, no, that's kind of not. I don't know if we we would compete against. Close even. Who Chris Brown? Oh, again. Like another artist that can dance at that level. Usher. Usher can't dance at that level. Usher a little too old. You can't be in your forties. It probably have to be like a. Sierra. Ah. She pregnant now, though. She, that don't it stop don't her. It <laughs> 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 her, uh, her slide video? She does not care. <laughs> her being pregnant does not matter. Sierra's a beast. <laughs> that would be interesting. Yep. Just I don't think we've seen like a man versus woman In type what? of battle. Just Timberlake and Usher. In what? Like dancing? Because dancing? Dancing. they're both like choreo kind of performing. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Freestyle or Bruno Mars, you can throw him in there too. Could they do a? I feel like they could do a music battle too. <laughs> but that would be so weird. Justin Timberlake versus Usher. Yeah, it'd be so Ooh. weird. But I would watch it. Hey, I would definitely watch. Is when Cry Me yeah. a River comes How up. How many? Woo. Can do Justin got twenty songs? If he throws in the NSYNC stuff, yeah. he definitely. And the and the, features, and the features. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Technology, yeah. Ayo technology. Yep. Ayo technology. Woo. Oh yeah, that might be kind of interesting. That would be a good one. <laughs> Y'all get the people on and get the people on. <laughs> right. right. Okay, what about Timberland and Swiss? That yes, was, there we go. That, yeah, that's. Yeah, people, I, I'll say that. People keep asking about that one. What, Timberland and Swiss? No, what was I thinking of? Never mind. Timberland and Pharrell? I no, made I something up in my head. 
the other one, the other battle that the, the, the streets have been fired up about is uh, Kendrick versus French. True. So Kendrick Lamar French versus Montana? French Montana. What mm-hmm. the fuck? That's is that oh, yeah. even... Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Mm-hmm. Who do you think will win? Oh. French Montana got songs. Whoa. Wow. Oh, like what? Wow. Really long. Yeah, really long. Somebody. That's the songs. That's kind of. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm, I'm not. Do you know, see, you know who French Montana is? French Montana. I know been who he is. For damn near 20 years. I know, and I just. You know who the Coke Boys are? I've heard of. Them. Hi. Mac and cheese. Fucking <laughs> 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 um. I mean, even his mainstream is at way after his main uh after his mixtape. Shit, he got some bangers. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm not Pop interested. that? Yeah. That's you talking about Akon? That song? Akon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Drake, Rick Ross. That's <laughs> what I was thinking. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm going to be quiet on this. We all think. We all think. No, definitely. Kendrick, uh, and, Kendrick and French. Who you got? Kendrick and French. I'm going Kendrick. You're going Kendrick? Uh, wait. What are we? What is the criteria though? You know, hits or it's just twenty songs. I twenty think. songs. Twenty songs. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm still going Kendrick. I'm going Kendrick. Y'all are tweaking. Yeah. Y'all have no Y'all idea. Y'all, Y'all are really French? disrespecting uh, uh, the corner store poppy bodega <laughs> bodega man. Y'all really disrespecting French. It really yeah. is. He, he got he some fingers. He's a feature artist though, right? Is he? Who? Better at a, features than a solo? feature artist. He's more of a single artist than an album artist, which Kendrick is. Mm. So that's why I, oh, I don't know how you would translate, because most of his songs sound good within the context of his album, but he doesn't have a lot of like club uh, singles. I got you. He got songs that'll get you get you hype, but like you don't have like club mm. singles. Because okay. when some of the French Montana songs hit you, you're like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. You what know? is what, what if uh, French if French plays pop that? What is Kendrick playing? <laughs> What is he gonna play? King Kuta? <laughs> <laughs> I have to hear pop that because I need to refresh. Don't stop, pop that, pop that, don't stop. Oh, I you know this song. You know what? Yeah, it's Rick Ross, Drake. Yeah, it's a Luke sample. What you talking with? So what is Kendrick mm-hmm. playing for that? Work, work, work. What is he playing? See, see how you moving your shoulders already? Nah, I didn't shut you down already. That's one song. Who's Kendrick? No, Kendrick. No, he's give me, still. Give me I'm something. Gonna put a, what? Give me something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take that song over that song. What? What is the name of that song? I don't know. I can't remember. Gangs, <laughs> uh, <laughs> gangs from nigga. Like, see, see. Okay. Work, work. What is? Yeah, okay, yeah. What is Kendrick doing with okay, that? Yeah. <laughs> in a club setting. So that's why I was wondering the criteria, right? Yeah. In the club setting, okay, he wins. He wins. That's what road setting. I'm sorry. I think. I'm gonna go with Kendrick. You still have not given me the response <laughs> to pop that. Okay, what pop is Kendrick that. playing? <gasps> when I turn, if I'm I'm French Montana, I'm on Instagram. Round one. Round one. <laughs> pop you that. Have to play his best song. <laughs> you got to. You got to come off for it. What you what you coming with? DNA. Mm. Don't. Mm. I was about to say you better not. What's the other one, dude? What's the? We gonna be one? all right. That's probably your best bet. Think so? Come on, man. The song I was singing first, man. I'm, I'm off the. I'm thinking about the. Dog. Yeah, Stop. exactly. Okay, so that's why that round is automatic. That's one zero. Poetic justice. 
with with fucking Drake. With Drake, I'm telling. What are you gonna Not do? You're Drake. Kendrick Lamar. What are you doing with okay, Pop? If that I'm Kendrick Lamar. Look at this. It shouldn't be this hard. As confident as y'all was about Kendrick winning this, this should round one. Round one should not be this difficult. <laughs> I clocked out because I don't. I don't oh. know any. I can't do this. Just right, sorry. What's the, best, what's the best Kendrick song? What's your favorite Kendrick song? Uh, I need answer. I don't have one. I don't know. I don't really listen to rap like that, y'all. I'm sorry. Mm. Okay. Ish, what's your favorite? You think it hard as hell over there, boy? Damn song. Dude. What's your what's favorite song? Kendrick song? Because this happened last time. Remember? I was trying to think of the actual song for the video. Yeah. This is way too crazy. Hey, uh, oh, you thinking the backseat freestyle? No, my left just went viral. Ah, uh, be humble. Okay, yeah, I'll be uh, putting okay. that on. If it's okay. on pop that, I'm putting be humble. Pop that, be humble. Yep, that's that's such a weird comment. All right, but that shows the artist that. Right Unforgettable. Mmm. Unforgettable. <laughs> Can't be this way, can't be this way. I'm either. putting love then. You put that. I'm putting that on. Mm, putting right. love on. That's a good comeback. Okay. Putting love on. Okay. That's a good comeback. That would make it interesting. Bottom line is, yeah, we that's that's a little three song preview. I can keep going with French songs, by the mm. way, but it's already three songs in. It's a lot closer than y'all would have thought. I right? think because people aren't familiar with French's catalog, they underestimate how good that battle or how interesting or competitive it would be. Because he's if been around longer, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. If you know French, you just probably know his songs that are later on in his career and more pop friendly or club friendly. You oh, don't know sure. the hard mixtape stuff. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Ain't worried about nothing. <laughs> what is Kendrick doing with that? Uh, <laughs> what is he doing with that? <laughs> I got one more after that. If you can, if you can, if you can give me. The answers to these next money two. trees. I'm putting down money trees. Mm. I'm putting money trees on that. Okay, that's okay. a good response. Yeah. That's Put a good one. Money trees on that one. Lockjaw. Mmm. I was just about to say that. <laughs> he, he look a little confused. Yeah. I'm gonna say. I'm going lockjaw. Have y'all even heard that one? No. no, haven't heard that. Wow. Disrespectful. What about no stylist? I'll put one of his throwaways on that one. I know no stylist. I just said no stylist. No stylist, dang, that's a good one. Honestly, okay, I would I would probably, I said Kendrick, but if it's a 20-song battle, like you said, right, hit for hit, mm-hmm. and it's going to be like, okay, who won this one, who won this one, I'd probably skew it at a 20. I'd give him what? 13. Yeah, French thirteen. I'll give thirty. Yeah, thirteen to. Was it seven? Hmm. So that means French is doubling up. Oh shit! <laughs> Damn, I didn't even know he was on the walk to the party. Do? <laughs> I, I got it closer than that. I got it. I I got it. I got Kendrick winning personally, mm. but I think it'll be a lot closer than a lot of people think. Wait, it you might won't. be. He set you up. Yeah, who's all that? He set you up. Yeah, wow. All of that, really? Okay, okay. But I also know what Kendrick songs to play. Yo ass was, mm-hmm. you was not playing it. A lot of the songs you did pick of Kendrick are good ones to respond to the French ones I had. But mm-hmm. the, um, 
Yeah, there's a there's a there's a there's a lot. And plus, anything music, you guys should be <laughs> YouTube. Don't. <laughs> yeah. I got innocently picked off. Well, I got you, you right, right. Got you see, I I got out of it. She got. I know. <laughs> I know. I can help you. She's like, you gonna drown, nigga? Mm. <laughs> if you can't swim. <laughs> French Montana versus Young Thug. Mm. I just want to see them do viral videos back and forth more than the actual beat battle because that's just hilarious. Mm. Same. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I don't know when that one. Yeah, I don't know when that one music battle. Does Young Thug have a I song is like thug. up on those same levels as a pop dad? Or? Oh, you don't. See, you sleeping no, no, on I, Thug yeah. just like motherfuckers okay. are sleeping on French. Let's hear it. You must have forgot about Danny Glover. You must have forgot about Stone. Yeah, Stoner. we got to go. His first songs? I'm just saying. These ain't his first songs? The first popular ones. No. Yeah, see, I was in that well, Let me hear some later. Exactly. So I think uh, it Harambe. Be <laughs> no? Not going? <laughs> No, that's all cool. I don't think that, that would be anything. Album. It wouldn't be anything that franchise. It would. It would. It, it I would not play. I would not play. I would. Uh, let me take all of that back. I would not play Harambe in yeah. a beat battle of young or, or, or a song battle mm -hmm. with. It don't hit anybody. It don't hit like that. It doesn't. But yeah, I think you're sleeping on Young Thug though. Almost. Best yeah. friend. Nah. What? That's my that's my oh, okay. Huh? The we, London. That might be the one that might be able to compete with some of those higher tier French months. Pick, Pick up the phone. Money, get I think you're sleeping uh, on Thug. How you know yeah. more Young Thug songs? I don't even need to play none. He got everything on top. Oh, that's funny as fuck. All right. Thinking of him a little bit more than Kendrick, you know. I see. I see. Chanel. Yeah, nah, Thugger got some hits, bro. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll put. Does I'll he have twenty? Oh yeah. Think so. Okay. I think him and French is would be a really good one. I think it would be very entertaining too, especially since they don't like each other. Right exactly. Now. Mm. We need some yeah. beef in these in these battles, bro. I don't like Why? this friendly ass. Because who? It's not as entertaining as like friendly competition. You want to? I mean. Friendly competition is cool, and I appreciate it, and unity and all that. But we're quarantined right now. <laughs> like we don't. I want to see. I want to be entertained, yeah. right? Like, and it's more entertaining because I also know you're probably going harder. You're trying harder. If you feel like your whole reputation is on the line, right? Like, mm -hmm. if you actually don't like this motherfucker, and you feel like these however many people on Instagram are about to validate your career, you're gonna. You're gonna behave in a more. I feel like the person way. you're looking for is Soldier Boy, for him to battle anyone. Yeah, who he will have, Boy battle though? I don't know, but he will have that energy for anybody. Well, he definitely. He is an entertainer, so yeah. So it would be literally exactly what you're looking for. That's mean, his last, well, not his last Breakfast Club interview, but the one before that was hilarious. Yeah, he was. Fresh out of <laughs> he jail, so he, had, he, he had been humble. That very last man. Yeah. You want no train? Talk about some growth and shit. Nigga. Can you just think about that for a second? Soldier Boy talking about growth. <laughs> like we've we've been watching Soldier Boy since he was 14, 15 years yeah, old. That shit yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Um who was Soldier Boy battled on? 
Bow Wow. That's the only person I could think of. Soldier Boy Bow Wow. Mm-hmm. They're both on the Millennium Tour, right? Mm-hmm. Should probably are. I think yeah. so. Yeah, that's a good one. Or what was? What was the Millennium <laughs> Tour? Yeah, right. Nobody touring. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I think Bow Wow will watch them, but it, I think it'd just be entertaining because both of them niggas is funny, intentionally and unintentionally. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be a good. Now one. I gotta smack that ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? That shit is funny. Somebody brought up. I think Brittany, Doctor Brb, brought up gospel verses. I don't listen to gospel music, you don't but to, you listen to gospel. I listen to gospel music. Okay, so what would be a good gospel versus a good matchup? I don't know how to put people against each other, y'all. <laughs> who would you want to see compete? Like, who are some of your favorite artists in gospel? Well, I don't have like favorite artists in gospel. I just have like songs. Oh, like, going to yeah. So it would have to be a playlist battle. For gospel, yeah. well, gospel can't really be artist versus artist. Yeah, I don't. Well, sense. I don't know how to set that up. Yeah. What about R and B? I was thinking of, um, when you guys said Millennial Tour. I thought about um, Pretty Ricky and B Two K. I recommend that one too. Yeah. So um, I personally, personally, fuck with um, Pretty Ricky way harder. So. Nasty. <sighs> Uh, that would be a tough one. That would be a nasty. I feel like that would have to be. That would have to be based on the audience. In my mind. No, because I went to the Millennial, so you know they were sending it up for like B two K and shit. Yeah. And you know they they were more of the mainstream like boy band. Pretty Ricky got the motherfucking hits though. Like it's I ain't like trying to hear Jonas nothing. Jodeci versus. Like, boys to Men? Is that what you mean? Nah, but they're not as, <laughs> not as soft as Boys to Men, though. I was going to say, no, no, no. Yeah, nah, no, no. no. <laughs> Pretty Ricky would definitely be like the Jodeci of their generation. For sure. I don't, next? You said next? Maybe like 112. Yeah, maybe B2K mm-hmm. is more like 112. I'm, I'm a little like disappointed wild. that there haven't been more women versus. Mm. That would be... Yeah, I don't understand this shit. Fantasia versus Keisha, Keisha Cole. I mean, you could do R and B, rap. It's a, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a, a lot, lot of rap girls. Women, mm-hmm. And especially now, it's a lot of women rappers now. Mm. You well, may tell me City 10, Girls versus twenty hits though. We could do tens. We have to. We would have to do tens. I mean, we can. A lot of them have rappers. I'm saying it's not that difficult 20. to just do yeah. ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little weird to me. And also, I think there's some women artists that could like discography wise. Mm, that Little could Kim go, versus Foxy Brown. Shit. Oh, that's a classic. Table shit. That would be a classic. That would be a good one. But like those are, I would want to see them shit. Yeah. What I was gonna say though is there's some women discographies that could go up against some of these niggas. Definitely. That have been Definitely. brought up. I want to see Nicki Minaj against somebody. I want to see Nicki's discography Ooh. against somebody. Hmm. And you don't even have to be gender specific with Nicki. Nicki. Yeah, she's up. Yeah. Yeah, she's one of those that would are be hard to find an opponent. No, because I'm a bard and you I are? like that energy. Oh, yeah, no, I fuck with it. Who would I mean, be a good battle for her, though? That's what I'm saying. Like, she elevates know. to that level of yeah. like, it's she hard to pick somebody. Ready for it too. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's what I'm saying. You like, low key you can't pick? put her against like another woman. She's, you can't she really. Yeah, yeah. You that's what I'm saying, but like, I'm interested. What would you do? Wiz? Wiz Khalifa and Nikki? Those Wiz singles hit, though. So Nikki's yeah. though, I would do a I would watch Wiz versus Nikki. Stars. Take Wiz on that one. <laughs> Star I would <laughs> take. <laughs> I would take. What does she plan for Black and Yellow? Ass. Uh, I thought that was Big Sean. <laughs> okay, we're doing features too. What's up? 
Okay. Lewis, I feel like Wiz got some of those white people singles from soundtracks that. It's going to be very sleepers. hard to be black and yellow and see you again. But um, mm-hmm. Nicki has some of those too, like with True. Ariana and Jesse yep. J. Like she mm. got those. But we, okay, what's she playing for black and yellow then? Super bass. <laughs> sure. That's going to be a later round song, but like. I was going to give okay, him Anaconda okay, next. Okay. Whatever okay. he was about to say, I was going to say Anaconda <laughs> next. Ain't got nothing for Black Yellow, though. <laughs> yeah, they use it yet. Starships, okay. Bees in the Trap. Come on. Don't ah, I forgot about Stupid Bees Hope. in the Trap. The song she got with Sean Gary was decent. Yep. Monster, amazing. Monster, mm. come on. My mm. chick bad. Itty bitty piggy. Yeah, you can't really. I might not play that in the battle, but that is a banger, though. Every uh, girl knows that song. I don't know why. Why? Because it's just. <laughs> I never heard the song. I, you never heard it. She plays God's Burn. Y'all never heard Itty Bitty Piggy? Uh, yeah, I have. That's a banger. Pills and Potions? Come on, Pills Justin. You got to stop it. Nah. nah. Nikki versus Sean? Big Sean? That would be very that interesting. That would be nice. That would, yeah. I would like yeah. that. I would like that one. Who are you taking? Whew. I'm still going with Nikki. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. I don't like the way Big Sean raps. Uh, boy. boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably go with Nikki too, but that would be highly entertaining. That would be very good. Because, yeah. see, the thing is, there's a lot of like old school, finally famous Sean that mm. you could pull out that mm. people wouldn't appreciate. Like, Lemonade, people not going to appreciate that against some of these Nikki songs. That's true. Even though Lemonade is one of the best rap yeah. verses of all time. Mm-hmm. So if when Sean plays I Don't Fuck With You, what is Nicki playing? Let me see. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, because that gets you moving too. Yeah. I don't. Everybody's going to be singing it. Okay. Bees in the Trap. Nah, take that back. Bees in the, Bees trap? In the trap. That's more of on that level. Because Anaconda is smashing that. Smashing? I think so. <laughs> Bees in the Trap, though, is more on that, that face, level of I Don't Fuck With You. Face he made. <laughs> all right, man. Maybe we do an Exodus beat battle. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> We're going to do Maybe. Nikki versus Big Sean. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm Even winning. though I already said I feel like Nikki will win. <laughs> and also, I'm I don't know it. if I should battle somebody. I don't know their catalog that well. I'm with <laughs> the shit. We get slapped around. <laughs> I'm going to hit him with this one. Oh, God damn. I don't even know. Yeah, the, the cars and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Who can uh, Rihanna battle? Can she battle Nikki? We want to do a woman? Nah. I thought Nicki Minaj only had like three albums though. Oh, she just got like yeah, but Pink Print doing, Deluxe, Pink She Pink also Reloaded. has a lot of features. She got a lot of True. collab songs. True. So does Rihanna. That one. Yeah. Mmm. What's Nicki doing? You didn't doing even with think work? of feeling myself. Mm. Oh, I didn't. Mmm. But mm. what is Nicki doing with work? Feeling myself. <laughs> How did y'all miss that one? I'm not I even. Like, <laughs> it, I was yeah, thinking no. Beyonce. Sorry. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I, I thought we were talking Beyonce versus. But she's on that song. If oh. you're doing features as well. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we just gave the world a bunch of content ideas. <laughs> y'all can go ahead and run with those. The industry connects. Go ahead and make those make those shits happen. But Nicki versus Big Sean, I think, is probably the best one that we just came up with. That's super interesting. That's a good one. Yeah. There was some uh, conversations about, this is a segue, 
but there were some conversations about. Yeah, that's the segue to let you <laughs> yeah, know. Because I was, I was fumbling for a way to tie this next day in. But yeah, what are y'all watching on TV now? So The Last Dance came out last weekend. We didn't talk about that because I think. Um, what the hell was that? Michael the Last Jordan. Dance, Michael Jordan. Uh, he won't oh. it, sir. I don't, I, I'm not planning on watching that, sir. Get your own That's why I want to relive that. Relive that. Would you like to say I didn't more? Care for it the first time it happened. So I, don't, I mean, when it happened originally. I mean, so you're not interested in history? Not that part of history. Really? It doesn't intrigue me. Uh, I was never are you a, a Knicks Bulls fan? fan? No. Are you a Celtics? Pacers fan? I've been a Lakers fan for over 20 years. <laughs> like, why would I care about? <laughs> so I've wow. never been a Bulls fan either, but I understand that Michael Jordan is the greatest mm. basketball player that ever lived, and it's dope to watch the shit that they was going through in that time, especially hater. because I was so young at that time. So I remember mm. watching it as a fucking eight-year-old, right? Yeah. I remember because I, I was on ESPN every single day. I used to watch the old tapes from the championship mm. run when I was little, little. So like, I was very, very into it. But now, at this age, it's just interesting to look back on it mm-hmm. and, like, revisit some of those memories and also to have, like, a grown perspective on some of the shit I was seeing as a kid, too. That's why I'm enjoying it. Fair but enough. I don't really, I don't fuck with the Bulls like yeah. that. Like, yeah, it's the Bulls. I, I didn't, <clears throat> yeah, I've always been a contrarian. So, like, yeah. when all of this was happening, I was like, mm, whatever. I still just never got that interested in Henny eyes. So, <laughs> that's yeah. funny as fuck um, I do appreciate the memes the memes make me want to see it more than I actually care about the history I haven't, I haven't really watched too many of them or seen too many of them I've just seen a lot of memes of like Scottie Pippen taking pay cuts yeah I saw one of like if Fortalo was a person oh yeah I did see that I did see that that one that was funny as fuck in the industry like bar and hotel and all that they yeah. call him no tipping Pippen no tipping multiple times. I've heard that before. I didn't know if it was true though. Yeah. He had no money. They weren't paying that nigga. That's why shit. You made more than me. But what's interesting about that is they say that Scotty made more money than Jordan in basketball. How? Because he got that big ass trouble. Oh, when he tried to remember that. That boy, he got paid, 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 paid. He had to leave to get paid. Right. It was just fucked up. But that's very bulls like. Bulls don't pay nobody. I think Julius Peppers was the first and last one. <laughs> <laughs> Any Chicago no, team ever on, paid. Uh, what you call it? Uh, Brandon def- Marshall, defensive tackle from uh, Oakland. Uh, oh, Khalil Mack. Yeah, this yeah. was like a hundred million. Con- 100 yeah, million. that's true. That's so, true. Yeah, that might have been a lot of money. Last time that's gonna happen. We didn't even give him that contract, so it might not nope. even count. <laughs> Nope, 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 nope. They can sneeze and accidentally fart out more money. Than <laughs> not my account, you know. Have y'all watched Black as Fuck on yes, Netflix? Yes. Yeah. How you feel about it? I didn't like it at first, but I gradually started to like it because it's very polarizing show. Yeah, because there's a lot of complaining. <laughs> yeah. From uh, Kenya uh, Barris's point he's of a view. Whiny little bitch. Yeah. Show, honestly, I don't know if that was done intentionally or if he's really like that. But also, I kind of, I get it, he doesn't feel appreciated. What's the difference between this that show and the other ones? Nothing. There is nothing. That's why I don't, I'm not watching it. So, so the yeah, thing is, what other ones? Mm-mm. 
blackish, Black grownish, oh, okay. all of other issues. Yeah. My thing is, so here's the thing. I totally Please. understand why like woke black folks are not fucking with this show. Is it the same reason why I'm not? Let me hear. Because it's pandery as fuck, low key, mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. It's a lot of like light skin acceptance mm -hmm. embedded within the show. There's a lot of kind of like underlying bullshit if you care to complain about that shit. Mm -hmm. If you if you decide not to, it's kind of a funny fucking show, right? Yeah. Like if you yeah. if you yeah. take if you don't have to filter it through white people watching it or how black people are being portrayed to what if you don't have to filter it through that lens it's a pretty fucking funny yeah. show yeah, i like the funny. dynamic between the wife and husband yeah that shit is fun they hate each other but love each other that's yeah. a love when i feel like that happens love, more hate. often and you don't really see that on tv exactly. that's one of the reasons i started to like it more once i saw the back and forth yeah and the competitiveness they have with their for sure i just finished the second episode where they uh with their molly story where they went to the <laughs> festival it was on molly <laughs> that shit was funny as fuck, but it that but that's the thing, and I think that's so fucked up that black people as, that as black people we have to even filter our fucking entertainment through mm -hmm. a lens of protection, right? Like that's so fucking wild. Like we literally have to guard ourselves even against other people's perception of entertainment when mm -hmm. it's fucking entertainment. We should just be able to enjoy, enjoy that shit and laugh is, at yeah. it. Um, they're just not stories of like regular black people though so well i, I think that's what makes it entertaining right that's why you can that's why those can be comedies those can't be dramas not with those bougie ass problems they got right like you you, you kind of have to make light of like your problems like y'all black and y'all have black rich problems yeah. but y'all also rich y'all still black but y'all rich so we can kind of like remove it's still kind of removed from our experience to a certain extent but historically hasn't there been like black shows are just niggas struggling yes so like i kind of appreciate to see the opulence cosby show no they weren't struggling like, what about like, like the um the Wayans brothers or something like they were regular black people yeah, or yeah, even like martin they weren't anything fancy yeah. it's just like I mean, regular martin black was people. a tv and radio show host but they don't. But it still wasn't. Nobody. Know, they in Detroit, in Detroit yeah. in like the apartment building. Like. Yeah, sure. See, you live next <laughs> yeah. across from Shanae and Brumman on the fifth floor. Yeah, man. So it's just it's kind of not like relatable, yeah. and it like it can people that don't know anything about black people. It's it's kind of like it'd be a little risky for them to think like that's regular, and it's that's like true. no, I don't relate to. All <laughs> they know that. it's not regular. <laughs> Every other image of black I people. I feel like they're they pushing yeah. this narrative of like mixed people, like black skinness. Yeah, I, I don't it's like, like it. personally, it's mm. pissing me off. Personally, it's getting annoying in my yeah. opinion. You know, what I mean, mm. like I don't watch it like that, like that lens you're talking about. But it's just like watching it, it's just too empty. I want like just thinking about black cinema. One of my brothers told me he's like, I just want a regular black movie or a regular black show that what just happens that to be black. Yeah. That just happens to be black. It's a great show. That happens to be black, you know. Give me an example. Instead of no, there's that's what I'm saying. He's like that's what he wants instead of, and that's what I want too. Instead of it just being so like, oh, it has to be all this stuff. Like I'm black, so I'm going to talk about being black. I feel you know like what I mean? they feel like, obligated to make stuff that really shows the black experience. So that's probably yeah. why you get all these specific things about black people in mm. these black shows. Yeah, I, it's it's fine, but I'm saying like, you know, I'm talking about like girlfriends. No hell no. I'm talking about like, give me a black nigga that happens to be black. black. You know what I'm saying? Like a full-blown black class. Like, this is a good show. Like, damn, it's a good-ass show. Like, uh, Breaking Bad. You feel me? Like, it's, they're not talking about being white or Mexican. 
You know what I mean? Like, but our show's got to be where I mean, all our problems and stuff. That's the, fine. The problem with that, though, is white people don't have to. They live mm-hmm. in a completely different And the part of every world. other, yeah. anybody else of color, mm-hmm. the fact that they are of color is such a big part of their life. Mm-hmm. You can't yes. tell a story yeah. about no, it's, it's, it. Can it has to be a shows, part of it. Right. Yeah. Indian no, shows, it can yeah. be in there. I'm not saying. That's, that's, that's the definition of white privilege. They don't have to talk about I mean, are there any other races outside of like white people? People that have shows that don't sit around I mean, their culture. That are like good. They're like good. Yeah, I mean. Or even bad. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't, no one has that except for white people. Outside this country to find that. Yes. Yeah. Because that's where they would be the normal people in that population. Mm-hmm. So exactly. probably went for like forcing yeah. or pushing certain narratives or storylines. Yeah. BBC has to Need to start watching some uh, BBC, yes. Nigerian TV like or something. There you go. <laughs> the Africa Channel. <laughs> Africa Channel. Yeah. I, caught, I got caught up watching some shit on there one time. I don't it's an actual remember. channel? Yeah. That I thought you were talking shit. Okay. No, <laughs> literally the African oh, channel. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. They be having some movies, though. Yep, like they be having movies on there. Yeah. They yeah. knew shit be wild as hell. Yeah, it's, I recommend it. Okay. <laughs> the is, African it good, is it good quality, too? No. No. <laughs> That's the entertaining part, though. Like, I love those, like, foreign mm. films and mm. how exactly. how shitty the quality is. <laughs> exactly. Like, I love yeah, it. it. Green screen, I love yeah. it. Yes. Yeah, like, that's, that. The, that's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's black as fuck. What else has been on TV? The NFL draft. There's nothing <laughs> exciting about the NFL draft except that there's nothing else Where happening. Joe Burrow go? Number one. Okay. Cincinnati? Yep. Okay. Okay. Chase Young went to the Redskins. What about my boy Tua? Tua went to the Dolphins. Really? Yep. Number five to the Dolphins. Huh. And that's, that's pretty much all the highlights. And somebody go to oh, the, the first Cowboys. round of the huh? Somebody from Seattle or something like that. The Cowboys got somebody good. I think <laughs> a defensive person. No, they drafted somebody. Drafted. Oh, okay. No um, trades. 49ers, my favorite team, traded back from thirteen. I think we got a defensive lineman. Mm. The Bears drafted. A tight end, I think. I think we have 10 tight We. Edit point. <laughs> the Bears have 10 tight ends on their roster as of right now. That's ridiculous. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. They don't either. Um, so, yeah, NFL draft, everybody. That's our, that's our sports coverage. We didn't get a chance as far as football. We didn't talk about Gronk teaming up with Brady and Tampa Bay. That's true. So, but yeah. That's going to look like. So last month, Tom Brady signed to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as a free agent. Um, and then this week, his longtime partner in crime, ooh, rhymes, uh, 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 tight end, offensive weapon, Rob Gronkowski, who was retired last year, actually joined him in Tampa Bay. So now they're. Tampa Bay's offense is starting to look real lethal. They got yeah. two pretty much elite tight ends, Rob mm-hmm. Gronkowski, OJ, OJ Howard. You got Chris Goodwin, Goodwin and uh, Evans as wide receivers. Be so crazy, man. It's gonna be kind of wild. <laughs> it's gonna be kind of wild. I don't. I don't know if they have any running backs though. Who's their running back? Uh, Somebody got kicked the rock. Yeah, I forgot brother's name. Brady can't throw all day now. <laughs> the other thing I'm interested in is. Tom Brady has been a dink and duck passer for the last 20 years. Yeah. And those weapons that he got, he's going to have to throw the ball throw down, down the field. field. Definitely. And I wonder if he can do that. My contention, I've hated Tom Brady's guts ever since he was at Michigan. I'm an Ohio State fan. I hate everything about him. I can't stand him. I think he's overrated. I think that... This is the year we're going to see that. 
Yeah, and, and we're going to And also, it. it still probably won't give us fair sh- criticism because they've got these offensive weapons. Yeah, exactly. Has. So, yeah, we'll <laughs> and see. offensive system, you know. Yeah. But fuck Tom Brady. If he was on the side of the road on fire, I wouldn't piss on him to put the fire out. I don't fuck with him, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't fuck with him at all. Tell us how you're really. <laughs> I, I don't fuck with that nigga. Let's see. Is anything in the NBA happen? They did that horse tournament and 2K tournament, and yeah. then that was about. That was pretty much they it. They shot, they shot in the first couple weeks of the <laughs> quarantine. And it was like, shit, nigga. I don't know what else to tell y'all. I bro. did hear something about them trying to redo the season and just have all the players in one location and do some kind of like tournament style in Vegas for the playoffs. I mean, do something. At this point, I don't care. But yeah, just I don't do know it. how that would work out, how that would look. Just do it. Try it. I can see something happen. <laughs> for real. I need some, I need some hoop, man. <laughs> I heard somebody, I can't remember who I heard say this, but there was a, a take that uh, people co- try to complain about how much athletes get paid. <laughs> There's an argument that the motherfuckers are underpaid, bro. Yeah. <laughs> for the for the entertainment value and distraction that they add into our lives, uh, we may have been underestimating what that actually means to us as a society. Mm. Whether or not you fuck with the sport or not, like you have a, you may have a sport yeah. And the people who are investing in sports and, and, and spend their time consuming sports, if they don't have that, I don't know if we want those people just let loose on society without that, right? Like, mm-hmm. motherfuckers would probably be bored. I know me, like I said, I, I've said this a few times. I watched the Marble Race, bro. I'm not proud of it, but I watched that motherfucker. Because <laughs> there was nothing else to watch, you know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, yeah, that Marble Race, yeah. I watched it too. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Exactly I'm telling you, bro. So I don't know. We the the we miss sports. I think the world is sending a collective "What you doing, big head?" text <laughs> to sports, right? Like we, we we miss you. The other thing that happened this week in terms of viewing and TV options, I guess this is not really TV, but uh, Travis Scott performed on Fortnite. Did y'all see this? Nah. No. So I, I didn't see it either. About it, but I don't have no idea. It just looked like a bunch of random words, and I was like, this doesn't even make sense. So apparently they created a Travis Scott skin for Fortnite, so you could be Travis Scott as a player. Okay. And then they did a concert somehow through the Fortnite platform, Hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I think it was like animated, I guess. Or like as a as a character. Uh, um, I saw a dancing Travis Scott today. I had no idea what that was about. So I think it was a Cartoon. concert, okay. and then they debuted a new song of his with Kid Cudi called "The Scots." That's a great song title. That's a great song it's a title. Song. It's a great rollout. It's super dope to do a fucking concert on Fortnite, especially during the quarantine. Like everybody's on Fortnite, and if you're not, it's so easy to get Fortnite. Fortnite is a free game. Ah. Um, Did not know that. Yeah, the fucking gaming community. You know how big that shit is. Fortnite mm-hmm. makes so much money. It was a figure that they made. I don't want to misquote it, but they made a lot of money. How did they make that money concept. if it's a free game? Advertising. It's advertising. And then they also. The game. Uh, in, I think there's advertising in game. You gotta make purchases in the game. game. So, so like the Travis yeah. Scott skin. Fortnite. Okay. The Travis Scott skin, I think it's like twenty bucks or something like that. Ah, okay. So to be Travis Scott running around shooting niggas and shit. People are gonna pay to do that. They will. They will. I mean, you could probably charge fifty. I mean, it's little kids so in there. They just have access to credit cards. Yeah. So right. does that mean artists have found a way to monetize like their dances or their image used in these video games? 
potentially maybe somebody as well resourced as a Travis Scott yeah. is able to do that. No, that's, other people were complaining about their dances being yeah, used. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like now, is this their reparations? And like, I could buy this dance from this character or some. Is that how they can get paid off these games now? Possibly. That's potentially. Oh, actually I mean, yeah, it's selling your likeness, right? You have yeah. to. But I mean, in order to do that, you gotta, you have to know to license everything that you do in the true. public eye. True. And a lot of new artists just don't know to do that yet. Yeah, they just that's put it out. True. Yeah, just push it out. Unfortunately. And you yep. start copywriting the dances. Mm-hmm. You know, like, exactly. Dance before you fucking put mm-hmm. it out. Exactly. Right. Is that even possible? It's possible. That's why I'm like, can you do that to a dance? You so should be able to. I mean, I feel like it should fall on their intellectual property. For real. I mean, who else is monetizing the moonwalk? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. People making men money off of but also, moves to these dead, to these Yeah, days. but like, also, who started <laughs> the Running Man? That that guy deserves a check. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, yeah, only got mad as hell. Right. <laughs> And it came right. back around a few years ago. Exactly. <laughs> like, God damn it. <laughs> I started this shit. <laughs> Let's see. What a, oh, also in, in entertainment, y'all's president said to in, inject disinfectant. He did. See, I've been seeing a bunch of these head titles. I just thought people were just making jokes. No. I didn't know wow. this was literal truth. He literally so said So the thing that. with, the, thing with the, way, the way that I consume media is I basically believe that they're all not telling the truth. Okay. And that there's elements of what they're saying that can be filtered into, like, filtered down into facts, right? But you have to, like, filter it through to get mm-hmm. the facts and, like, right. put aside all case. the other bullshit. So when I heard, I, a headline I saw was, Trump says, and then it was, like, quotation marks, inject this. I was like, oh, they trying to finesse his words, clearly. Mm-hmm. Then I watched the video, the little clip of him saying it. Then I watched the whole interview because I was like, nope. Cause there's no way, there's no way somebody edited this down or something. <laughs> then I watched the whole thing. I was yes, like, yeah. "This nigga really <laughs> said ridiculous. that shit." And then they immediately followed up and said he was being sarcastic. But no, nigga, <laughs> he was he not he being was sarcastic. Was you was dead ass serious, bro. You was dead <laughs> the fuck. There are people serious. who are gonna do it, so and uh, they're gonna be white people. So that's good. For that's, us. True. So, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Works for me. <laughs> that is one of the secret benefits. The secret benefits to all these places opening back up prematurely is the people that are going to go out. We don't want them around. <laughs> That's true, right? <laughs> like we don't, we, we don't really want them around anyway. So y'all go ahead. Side note: It's also fucked up if you notice the type of businesses. I was going to say in Georgia, it's a problem though because of what they're trying to reopen. Exactly, and it's like. Targeting like black communities. Exactly. So shit that like, black people would frequent is the shit that they're opening back up. So it's like y'all can go be some guinea pigs if y'all want. <laughs> but the problem with that though is it's gonna be a lot white of black people that's not curtain. that's not gonna go for that shit. <laughs> like it's it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a lot of young dumb people that always they don't always. have access to the internet. Hey, well, but young people think they're invisible. Hey, though, so that's when they're gonna go. Ah, I'll be I'm young. Right. And I saw that shit is giving people in their twenties and thirties. Uh, Blood clots and strokes and shit. I'm like, nah. I'm good. <laughs> Speaking of folks in their 30s and coronavirus, recipes to Fred the Godson. True. Took that man out. Coronavirus is not fucking yeah. around, bro. That shit's taking young. everybody out. He was 31. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm over there. Yeah, man. Recipes. Yeah, what, it, what? I mean, is there anything else to say at this point about Trump and like... <laughs> Injecting disinfectant. 
So I mean, can you really? So can you give me more sarcastic, context? Because right? I didn't see it. Somebody no, asked him I a can't question. Give you more or yes, somebody asked him How a question. How was he being sarcastic? Like inject. This, what was the question? Find I asked, the video. Yeah. yeah, let's see if we can find. I want to yeah, hear cause. like the tone of voice. Give him, yeah, give him the... Because that's sarcasm. Frank right the is 41. Oh, you're talking like the 41? Yeah. And stuff. <laughs> What's the difference? I'm like, that nigga is no way. That nigga is 31. No Wait, Fred is 41? Yeah. Damn. You look 41. That's why I he mean, said yeah, you, you look, look like that. Yeah, I'm like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to the Let's see. <laughs> you don't really... <laughs> I mean, you don't look 41, though. <laughs> you don't look 31. <laughs> uh, let's see. Medical experts look into exposing the human body to light and heat as a possible treatment. Supposing we hit the body with a tremendous, uh, whether it's ultraviolet or just very powerful light. And then I said, supposing you brought the light inside the body, you can, which you can do either through the skin or... Uh, in some other way. President Trump even posing the question Was to Dr. Deborah Burks on his coronavirus this test. No, it's just giving you anything he said. Uh, the uh, heat and the light relative to certain viruses, yes, but relative to this virus? That is a treatment. I mean, certainly fever yeah. is a good thing when you have a fever. It helps your body respond. But not as I've not seen... It came after Bill Bryan, who leads Homeland Security's Science and Technology Division, said his researchers found the virus does not survive in warmer and more humid conditions. The virus dies the quickest in the presence of direct sunlight. But the virus has thrived in areas with more humid climates like New Orleans and South Florida and overseas in places like Singapore and Brazil. Bryant later added that heat alone would not kill the virus and people should continue to follow social distancing guidelines. It would be irresponsible for us to say that we feel that the summer is just going to totally kill the virus and that it's a free-for-all and that people ignore those guidelines. That is not the case. President Trump also pondering the possibility of injecting someone with a disinfectant. When I see the disinfectant, it knocks it out in a minute, one minute. And is there a way we can do something like that uh, by injection inside or, or almost a cleaning that you're going to have to use medical doctors with? But it sounds, it sounds interesting to me. That doesn't sound sarcastic. This morning, medical also, experts are nearly unanimous in saying like trying it treatment. Yeah. So he was basically asking his doctor, homie, like, can we inject these niggas with Lysol? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, he's, he's having bad ass that he should not have on. It sounded like somebody <laughs> told him that, like... You can tell you freestyle. Certain <laughs> properties of disinfectant. Listen, this is, I can tell you exactly what happened. Somebody told Ooh. him in some meeting that certain properties of disinfectants may probably be effective against coronavirus. So this nigga took that to say, all right, in front of the press, I'm going to ask my doctor... What do you think about injecting Lysol? Yeah. Like, that sounds about... Somebody said that to me earlier today. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Yeah, that sounds good. Somebody on the street. Who is a better freestyle artist than Donald Trump right now? Right now? Mm. DC Young Fly. Nah. What? His clips don't be hitting like that. Mm. <laughs> what has DC Young Fly done that caused people to want to write a... Inflammatory article title or a hyperbolic article title? Yeah. Uh, nothing. You're right. <laughs> You're right. 
All right, fuck it, man. Let's get to the shits. What's toxic yeah. femininity? Fuck it. Let's just go ahead and do it. Yeah. Let's just get it right into it. Let's do it. So last week we brought up a top. We called. We we brought up a. Last week was a good ass episode, but we brought up a few different topics. I agree. One question that I pose, and I've now refined this question. It's a little bit more succinct now. It makes a lot more sense. Okay. Is what level of responsibility do women have for the quality of men that they complain about? Right. That is one question. And that question basically sprouted a bunch of different seeds of isms and and arguments. different conversations and arguments, <laughs> yes. So I would like to pose that question to uh, Just Page and hear how you would answer the question that I asked. What level of responsibility do women have for the quality of men that they complain about? Floor is yours. No it's pressure. Mine. I think that um, because, like, how you guys mentioned, women are your like your mothers and everything are like, like your first teachers. So they give you like what you're supposed to need in the world to survive. And sometimes the women do be filling their kids' head with some bullshit. However, as an adult person, it's your responsibility to be grown and to think about how you were raised and maybe if not, that shit is okay and what you can do better for yourself. So it's very easy to be like, these women, these single parent women are out here raising these fuck boys, but you're fucking 27. And if you haven't self-reflected and decided to be a better fucking person, that's on you. So we, you can't. How long do you blame your parents for it? I believe the things that you do. I believe that's kind of the question I asked, right? Like, what exactly is the point? I mean, I've been in arguments with girls before, and they tried to pull your mama didn't raise you like that, right? Like, <laughs> right? Like they'll they'll pull they'll pull that. And so what that says to me is that there's a lot of stock put into how you are raised, right? right? Mm -hmm. Which is why... I mean, no one says the bad shit that their parents raised them like. Like, no one's going to be like... Well, I think at a certain point as adults, that's why a lot of us are turning to therapy, because we realize the bullshit that have been instilled in Absolutely. us Absolutely. and how we're acting upon it and how it's affecting us. And that's why we're like, hold on, hold on, hold on. And that's why it's so hard. That's mm -hmm. why it's so weird, because you've been raised on this value or this principle your whole life. And you come to some point, some realization that, oh, wait, that was some bullshit. I can't be out here like that. <laughs> but my question is, at what where what is that point right like what what is the age is there something that needs to happen to you is there a certain level of maturity what is that and then also <laughs> the real question to me is as the natures and as the nurturers i nature think art <laughs> naturers and nurturers <laughs> <laughs> i feel like there it like the question has to be raised right like there's probably a little bit more onus, even if, even in a two-parent household, as the nurturer and the naturer, there's a little bit more, uh, uh, I don't know if responsibility is the word, but onus on the product that you raised, right? Okay. Right? Like, women always talk about how they are the, they're the source of life. I truly agree with that. So, like... 
I don't want to underestimate the power of what a woman will instill in you as you're being raised. I can't just discount it as, oh, well, now you've grown, you should know better. I can't just discount that. I mean, but that, you, don't that just, you don't just learn from your parents, though. It's not like we're isolated individuals. Even as children, we're exposed to things outside of our household that affect how we move throughout the world. So if we were just stuck at home and didn't have access to other children, to mm -hmm. schools, to other adults, it's easy to just be like, oh, this how my, I'm, I exactly am how my mother raised me. Because even um, little boys, like you can, you can teach your son like uh, respect women, don't hit girls. When little boys get around each other and they're in packs like in middle school, they're fucking terrorists. <laughs> like, they that are. That is true. What I will say though is, little boys ain't gonna act like what other little boys not acting like. As, we exactly. Act as a gang. Exactly. And if you're in a situation where your mother may be telling you one thing and and you know, uh, explaining to you one way of behavior, but if she's not doing that, right, and you're seeing, especially as a child, you're mm -hmm. seeing behavior that contradicts what you're hearing in terms of words, you get desensitized, so you think that it's okay. Like, oh, she must not be talking about that type of shit that she, you know what I'm saying? Like, you start to rationalize it in your mind, and I think that that's what happens and why it's, this is such an interesting topic, because a lot of men feel like, well, shit, I just, I thought I was a good dude. I just been doing what I, you know what I'm saying? I just been out here operating in a way that give me an example of that an example could be like in what situation did someone say oh i think i'm a good dude but like it turns out they're fucking not like what so i know of certain situations where a dude may have a child and not be with that child's mother and you know, may have been raised in the church and have the understanding that you can't get married out of wedlock and all this other type shit but whole time, he got a ghetto cousin that's the same age as him with a different dad. You know what I'm saying? So, like, the messages that you're actually seeing in real life is not really meshing with the words that, like, the directives that you're being given. I got you. That's one example. I yeah, think like, a lot. I think it's the same, like, I think um, physical abuse children. is actually another one, too. That's the one that's super-duper popular, right? There's a lot of women that is with... Raise their kid. You never put your hands on a woman, but they may whole time be getting their hand, like hands being put on them. And as a kid, seeing that, you're gonna grow up rationalizing that. You're not gonna. It's not gonna match up. It's not gonna. It's not gonna compute, yeah. right? Like you, you short wire a little bit. I, it's still outside environment, so it's not just your parents. And also, um, kids, they don't really do what you say. They do what you do. Like kids mm -hmm. look at your actions more than what you say. So like you said, if people are contradicting themselves, like your parent be like, don't do this, but then like don't eat no cookies at night, but then they eat all the cookies right. at night. Like, right. girl, I'm gonna do what you. <laughs> girl, I'm gonna eat them too. So you can't, I mean, but going back to the original statement, you can't really just say, the parent is at fault to how the child turns out to be. Like there are other outside factors, so. You can't just 100%. just blame. I yeah. think I think here at the Self Medicated Podcast, we are dedicated to elevating the quality of human being on the planet Earth. At minimum, the people who listen to this podcast, right? <laughs> like that. That's like a, a like a goal, right? That's what I want people to take up out of this. 
And so I think that this is an important discussion to have because we have to figure out, I'm trying to identify the source of the problem so that we can start breaking it down and coming up with and being creative on ways to address it, right? Like, I agree with you at a certain point. Nigga, you grown, bro. <laughs> like, you got to, you know like, this happened to me as a kid. Like, exactly. it happens to everybody. Like, exactly. Okay. Everybody point, has something. Yeah. But also, at a certain point, we also have to acknowledge the messages that you've been instilled with over a long period of time and understanding how to under, uh, interpret that, understand it, utilize it in a correct and healthy way. Yeah. But what that doesn't eliminate, though, is toxic femininity as a concept. Okay. <laughs> So a lot of the behaviors that we're talking about men exhibiting in this kind of uh, pre-Renaissance moment as an adult that you should have, right? And uh, this this time period of behavior that a lot of folks have coined as fuckboyism, right? That's the fuckboy time. And the way that you behave as a fuckboy, a lot of times it's attributed overall, like these, these attributes are what can be considered as displaying toxic masculinity right and based on my understanding of what toxic masculinity is is toxic masculinity is the behaviors and structures that are a result of patriarchy Mm -hmm. and kind of that oppressive system of elevating men in the society and misogyny all of that shit right Mm -hmm. so toxic masculinity to me is the traits um that allow those systems to continue to be perpetuated and and to continue to exist right Mm -hmm. that's what toxic toxic Mm -hmm. masculinity does anybody here disagree with that definition nope no Mm -hmm. would someone like to tell me what the inverse of that would like would be is there is there an inverse of toxic masculinity yes is there anything that holds that much power all right so let's break down the words let's break down the words is there an inverse of masculine Yes. There is? Mm-hmm. Okay. So then... Which is feminine for the people listening. Okay. So then... But why are they opposites? It's because because two one, different things. one is female, one is man. Male. Well, they're, they're two different things. Right? You may even describe it as two sides of the same coin. I was going to say, is it gender-based to you? No. Okay. Okay. No, not at all. Well, there's two sides of the same coin. It's basically a... Description of commonly agreed upon behaviors as a society, right? Okay. Like, which are presenting as masculine and feminine. So, if we're going to add the word, so we understand that masculine and feminine mm-hmm. are inverses of each other, right? So, let's just keep the word toxic. The question that arises is what you said is, is there such thing as toxic femininity? We'd have to first start, are you? Denying that there's a such thing as femininity? Does femininity exist? In the social construct, sure. Yes. And is femininity based upon masculinity? No. Okay. So then 1,000%, you could be toxic and feminine. (laughs) 1,000%, right? That's not the equivalent, though. How is it not the equivalent? You're you're doing the... You're doing a play on words like toxic, femininity, toxic, masculinity. That's not like the core of it. So when we're speaking about 
masculinity and toxic masculinity, not just masculinity, but misogyny and the patriarchy. That's a power. We're talking about power systems. So is there anything that women can do that can have the type of destruction that what men can do? Well, that's why they're different words, right? Is there misogyny. such thing as black supremacy? Yes. And mm -hmm. white supremacy? There's yes. a thing. What's black supremacy? And when does that came across the fucking niggas in New York, the black Israelites? And and what <laughs> and what type of power do they have over people? See, and that's where I think you're wrong though, because the the toxic masculinity and toxic femininity don't have anything to do with power. The power <laughs> it has comes, everything to do with nah, power. Nah, pow that's why it's different words for the ones that have something to do with power. That's why the word misogyny exists. That's why the word patriarchy exists. Right. Because those have to do with power. Toxic masculinity doesn't have anything to do with power. Toxic masculinity is a description of behaviors that exist because of those oppressive structures. So they're not oppressive structures in and of themselves. They are symptoms of those oppressive structures. Right? They're not toxic masculinity is is someone displaying behaviors that are accepted so what's or, the equivalent? Or, or able to happen because of these male structures. What's the equivalent of the patriarchy that we know? What's the equivalent of patriarchy? Of the patriarchy, since um, they're, you know. I don't think anybody's saying it's an equivalent. No, I'm like, saying, saying equivalently destructive or, yes. well, there are matriarchal societies that exist that are run, like all decisions for, for the community are made by women. Men have no say whatsoever. They, them niggas hunt and that's about it, right? <laughs> like there are societies that exist like that. So, I mean, if you want me to Google examples of the names of those tribes that exist that operate like that, I can do that. But, like, the, the general point is that it's toxic femininity doesn't necessarily describe the, uh, the ownership of power. Nah, it's more of a description of behaviors that, become, that are a symptom of what's already accepted. And so why is that not categorized under internalized misogyny? Why does it have to be That's labeled as? First of all, internalized misogyny is a whole nother term that has just been introduced into this conversation and I would argue is very different from toxic femininity. So what's... Internalized, ma interna internalized masculinity is... Misogyny. Misogyny, whatever the fuck. It no, it's is, different because you said misogyny. You're right, you're right, you're right. Where's the matter? Where's the matter? Where's the matter? Toxic you're right. masculinity. But that is... Um, because of the oppressive structures, women adapting to that and, and uh, exhibiting behaviors as an adaptation to those oppressive structures. That's internalized misogyny. So can you give me an example of internalized misogyny and then an example of toxic femininity? Absolutely. Uh, internalized misogyny is a woman being mad at a nigga and calling him gay for not wanting to fuck her. Mm. That would be internalized misogyny. Right? Okay, yes, sure. We agree with that? Yeah. Yeah? You real begrudging. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to... She's trying to see where you're going. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, well that's a standalone statement, right? Mm -hmm. Toxic femininity would be you can't eat desserts because that's not manly. That's literally the same thing as internalized misogyny. It is. is because it? it's like you expect men to behave a certain way. So, like... We expect men to be sexual. That's part of ma male masculinity or whatever it is. So 
she, you weren't being sexual Wait, was with that her. toxic masculinity or sexuality or no i mean look over sexualizing men is toxic for you to over sexualize oh, men is toxic. See, now we're starting to play with words because now we're starting to get money so, to say that now, men have to be overly sexual is fucking toxic like but it's toxic what that's toxic masculinity I mean, whoever is saying it, that's toxic for you to say all men have to be sexual, like oh. sexual, like you're just ready to pounce at any fucking moment. Right, like, but would that be, you're saying that that's toxic, that's toxic what? Oh, that's part of the patriarch masculinity and So, that, so over-sexualizing men is toxic masculinity? Yes. Huh, okay. Uh, let's note it's a that part, part of a masculine, like what people think masculine is, you know. So, all right, let's 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 go to the root of this thing. Because okay. I believe there's a chicken and egg argument here. And I think that it gets to a little bit of a muddy piece of, is it men who initiated this behavior? Right. Or is it I kept saying it women right. initiating that behavior egg. and men with the power creating right. structures that will perpetuate that? Right. That's, my, that's now my question. Because I don't necessarily disagree with you. I don't disagree either. That's yeah, what but I like know. the question the though is, it's, it's the, the wording, but the it also is about the origin, right? Mm -hmm. Because it, it's who is reacting to who. Yes. And if we agree that either entity could be reacting to the other, then we also have to agree that toxic femininity can exist just like toxic masculinity. If we agree that it's hard to it's hard to tell but, where the origin of this comes from, mm -hmm. right? Could it be women setting the standard that yo, we not fucking with niggas that we think may not be fucking with women? And men being like, oh, shit, well, as all men, we must overly do this because that's the only way we're going to get some pussy, right? Like, could it be reactionary to that? Or could it be a bunch of men sitting around like, damn, you know what? <laughs> this is what we want to do now. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. to me, there's a chicken and egg argument there. And I would at least like to get closer of where that root of all of this shit is because I think that would make it easier to dismantle it. You think it's a chicken or egg or could be both. I don't know. Okay. It could be both. Yeah, I think it's both. It could be both. Yeah. I can see a situation where, because I think women have more power than sometimes they might perceive themselves as far as getting men, changing men's behavior. Mm -hmm. um, so, you got to understand, bro. All we want to do is fuck. <laughs> so, it's not that hard to control. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. if you really want to get down to it. You can control men with pussy. You really can. Mm -hmm. Look at every civilization that has been destroyed and why, right? It's been most of the time over some pussy. Cleopatra, man. Exactly. One of the greatest individuals that have ever mm -hmm. graced this earth. I, uh, Black China could never, right? <laughs> like, she don't know shit about destroying shit. <laughs> uh, but no, I think no, I think that's a real thing. Like trying to identify what the root of all of that is is very, very, very important to me. But like, how can you say something has like so much power and then like people like the way men talk about like it's like a commodity. Like I got clothes, I got holes, I got money. It's like that? have you heard a city girl song before? We have, but like you said, the chicken or the egg. Like, are we <laughs> reacting to like what's been shown to us all this time, and flip we're just you. like, hey, we're gonna flip it on you. So like, I know dudes love to say like, oh, women have the pussy power, or whatever. But it's like you can't you can't fault or you can't say, oh, that's that's the root of problem when it's reactionary. Like, what was the first thing I ever sold? Mm. Um, 
I don't know what the fuck. Was it a goat or some shit? Like, what was nah, people doing? wasn't no goat. Uh, you, do you have evidence you of go, this? Because you, 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 you could saying. fucking go for free. <laughs> you don't have to pay a goat. It was pussy. How do you know? This has been recorded. I can. Well, I, can I'll you pull it up? Sources. I need it. I need the source. I can find because some are you talking about entire history of the human world? Yes. And you're telling me the first thing that was ever exchanged for something else was some pussy. Mm, I, 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 I can't agree with that. I can't agree with that. I think niggas are just like, taking it. Some shit. I'm, I'm quite um, sure they were just taking it. Like in the animal kingdom. Birds or something. Yeah. Animal. The most animals aren't giving you like, here's three shells for a chance to um, mate with you. No, I actually disagree shit. with that. I most said most animal, animals. Most animals have some sort of mating ritual where the woman has There's to approve no them. There's is what I'm saying. I mean, there are a few, but you're right. Most of them yeah. don't have I mean, that yeah. But actually, I take that back. Okay. I take it's that back it's because it's you are exchanging something. You're exchanging protection. You're exchanging status. You're exchanging... You know what I'm saying? Certain shit within your crew. You are exchanging that. Women, like, for example, female lions is not fucking no weak-ass little lion over here. They're not giving him and no lions, pussy. Those lions don't do nothing, though. Yes, they, they do. All they they gotta do protect is fight, the pride. They just fight other lions. That are attacking the pride. And <laughs> they're protecting Those other lions are trying to make Get in. They're not <laughs> getting <laughs> in. They don't want to fuck them niggas either. So they got to have some... some <laughs> Bodyguards. Think about it. they're part of the pride and they're not fucking them. Why? Because well, those they aren't a part of their pride. Exactly. No, I'm trying to. I don't get what you're saying. It's not arguing with you. That's true. But that's what I'm saying. They're not a part of the pride, so they and they're not. They're not protecting their pride. They're protecting themselves. Yeah. And their right to pass on their DNA. But they're never going to get no under the pussy of the pride they're protecting. They're That's not protecting they the pride. They're yes, loners. They they're not a part of the pact. They're outside loners and they're looking for a prize half. So they run up on this nigga and all his bitches and they want to get in on it. And to what get him out the way. They back to they scavenging. All give up. No, they all give up some pussy to him. Are you talking won. about if the, the, the dude come in? Is that patriarchy or is that matriarchy? Is it? Women do all the work. Male lions just be chilling. That is true. Lions may be a very bad example. What about, like, I don't know about gorillas. Difficulty with your argument, but that particular animal is. That may different. be a bad one. What about yeah. gorillas then? You ever seen Tarzan? <laughs> that nigga was wow. Like, no. And he had no beard. <laughs> no, I'm talking about. <laughs> he had no facial yeah, hair. No, I'm not talking about Tarzan. I'm talking about the gorilla dad. Who's like a, gorilla dad? Yeah, whoever his dad was, the gorilla. We didn't care. Whatever. Can that be your AKA? Gorilla, gorilla dad. dad. <laughs> I'm adding it to the list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, so I, I still Gee. think that it's a little. Uh, so the goal for me in identifying this, the root of this, is so that we can take that information and improve the quality of people we have now. But at a certain point, maybe it doesn't matter, mm. right? Like trying to identify where that source is. What really matters is knowing enough about the source to be able to address it and the impact that it has now in this uh, kind of evolved stage, right? So what that means is we're going to have to come to a common understanding of where we are at and how mm. we got here. Yeah. And if we're not going to take responsibility as men for being adults and learning how to behave as an adult and adjusting to the world, 
then yes, women have every right to shit on us because we're not evolving and we're not developing. We're not adjusting the way that a, a fucking human being should, right? <laughs> a regular human being should. On the other side of that coin, though, we cannot just give women a pass for the quality of men that exist, knowing that you all dictate or like y'all letting us know that y'all nature and nurture us from the beginning. Y'all are responsible Who's giving for giving women us. the pass, though? When did that? I didn't. Did I say people are giving them a pass? You said we can't give women a pass for it. Right. We can't. We don't, do we? Yes. How? What? Have you ever heard anyone hold a woman accountable for the son that they raised? Yes. Give me an example. So remember the movie. Oh, the little Scrappy's mom, right? Oh my bad. <laughs> Y'all never my heard the saying, or well, when people be talking like they all. What's that Tyler Perry movie that came out? Fall from Grace. When they Ashtray, were like, bitch. Uh, when it turns out like the mama was behind the whole thing. Like, motherfuckers, like, behind every good-for-nothing nigga is they dirty-ass mama. Y'all only see that? Because that's what my timeline was saying. Like, so it's me. like, your your mother's the reason why it was, like, the blame on the fucking mother. Like, uh-huh. I don't know what you guys are talking about. You have a real-life example? Um, so yeah, because my cousin said... Okay. Maybe something that wasn't why. designed for yeah, entertainment. I know, <laughs> I know a lot of I know a lot of people who deal with like their baby daddies and their boyfriends, mm-hmm. and deal with their mothers, those men's mothers, and it's like, oh, this the bitch that raised you. Like, oh, okay, you so get wait, that. Are from you making her. my argument now? I agree with everything you guys said. That's what I'm saying. But that's the wrong terminology. There's what? no such thing as toxic femininity. It can't exist because of the power structure. It's internalized misogyny. All right, so that's 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 where we were at. Because my argument is that toxic masculinity actually has nothing to do with power. You don't have to have power to exhibit toxic masculinity. Agree. And so the inverse of that is toxic femininity, which also does not require power to exhibit. And I guess the the real definition is it's back to the chicken and egg argument. Like who is who. I'm- who created this behavior and who is reacting to this behavior? And I would say that a lot of the things that you say about toxic masculinity. I can't agree because it's like it's like when you're talking about um, white supremacy and you're saying how what racism is is so one says like it's like saying all lives matter to black no, lives it's matter. Not because it's just like you're just saying it, no, it's just saying like what you when you say femininity you automatically think women when you say masculine you automatically think men That's and so incorrect. it's like there's a word for men where the room word for women there is the things that women do is because of like it's all listed under like misogyny like the internalized misogyny even the crimes that women do to other women like um, so you're it's, saying it's that women are not capable of behaviors Absolutely not given are. to them by men. They are, but we're so talking about I this part. There are women yes, who are, are killers behaviors. and murderers and things like that. That's not under toxic femininity. Huh? That's not labeled on the top. Like a shitty personality isn't labeled on it under like toxic masculinity. Or femi- so what are some things that women can do uh, okay. that are so toxic let me give you an example. The reason why... There's a separate word for when black people, the reason why black people can't be racist is because of the power element. That's why we have another word for it. It's called prejudice. But right? that's not the same thing as racism. That was, that's literally my point. Right. So, yeah. well, so then right. toxic 
misogyny. Oh, so I'm sorry. Patriarchy and misogyny. It's not the same thing as toxic masculinity or toxic femininity because they are the at they are those things absent of power just like prejudice is racism absent of power right you toxic masculinity is misogyny absent of power correct because I, i'm gonna need this what's on my phone i gotta google this because uh, I, yeah. I ain't agreeing with this i ain't agreeing with well, well so but my argument is that because folks who are feminine it <laughs> can be can exhibit toxic masculinity Mm-hmm. Why can't they? No, I said they can. Oh, okay. And the reason they can is because the power is not what allows you to be toxic masculine, right? Ooh. The power, the power is not what allows those behaviors to exist. You might have changed my mind with that one. The hmm. power, the power is <clears throat> what makes it misogynist, hmm. right? That's what makes it patriarchal. The absence of the power and those same exact behaviors being that's toxic masculinity, hmm. or Toxic femininity, right? Depending on the root of that behavior. The only thing that I would have trouble with your point is we don't have any clear-cut examples. To differentiate. Mm-hmm. It might be because it's a new term. Because what I read and what I learned, there are clear-cut examples, but they are, to me seem like they're based because of the power, not without the power. So I think that's the big, the big gap here is because yeah. I don't... To me, toxic like power is not a requirement to exhibit toxic masculinity. It's not, mm-hmm. and which is evidenced by the fact that women can display toxic masculine behavior, even though we all agree that they don't have the quote unquote power that mm-hmm. we're talking about. But they can still be toxic uh, or display toxic masculine behavior. And to me, both of those rely on power, but just in different ways. So. I feel like toxic masculinity is basically a set of rules that guys think they need to follow in order to fit into the system. And if they don't, they'll be outcasts and they could lose their power or not have any kind of influence. With women, to me, it was the opposite because they are doing these things to adapt to the circumstances they're in in the same way some of these guys might do. So because of that power, they're influencing the way these people behave in stereotypical ways. For example, of the toxic femininity like I kind of read about and learned would be like women sacrificing their selves in order to make men happy. So like sitting in abusive relationships because they have kids, so they're going to get their ass whooped every day, but their kids will have these things provided by their father, and I'm not out on my own trying to survive. So that is how I kind of came to it as far as my definitions and understanding of those terms. That definition, I, I feel like it almost needs another word because... Okay. That doesn't sound like the inverse of toxic masculinity. Because there is. I, I didn't say it was the inverse, though, to me. So what I'm saying is, <laughs> the way that I'm trying to define toxic femininity is as the inverse of toxic masculinity. I don't it, think there is one. It doesn't exist. Okay. So. But as far as behaviors, and I think if we come a, from a societal a and like a uh, psychological aspect, I think you're correct. But societally, because of the power, I, I would disagree okay so now we have finally got to the common ground yeah. because what i am saying at least is, with me i don't know what she got <laughs> no i think we're all I you're saying all, exactly what i'm saying, saying exactly like, no, 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 but you guys are having this conversation but it's like 
one person's You're talking about You're drawing the bridge, way, though, because like, I think yeah. we're actually agreeing. Yeah. But I think Because we're both committed to agreeing to each other. For sure. But it's, what I'm saying is I'm coming from the philosophical background mm-hmm. to alter the societal viewpoint. I mm. feel like you all were starting at the societal viewpoint, which I can't deny. Y'all are 100% right. But if we go back a step behind that and look at the philosophical joint, mm-hmm. maybe that can help us try to explain some of these questions that we have in the societal things that we both agree don't necessarily all the time make sense. Like it's kind of, it's, it's a little muddy. Mm-hmm. So my my whole purpose is to try to take a step back, look at the philosophical point, see how it applies to society, and then evaluate what we need to change so that we can make a better society. That's my whole point. So what's really dope about this is we actually fucking agree, right? Yeah. Like I was prepared to have a whole ass, like, philosophical just to use the word again difference on this but i think we actually kind of agree on like the premises here but maybe how to approach it and like terminology the terminology of Mm -hmm. it like we need a whole ass glossary for this shit right like we got i got some definitions pulled up for you yeah that's it okay so toxic masculinity uh is thus defined by adherence to traditional male gender roles that consequently stigmatize and limit the emotion boys and men may comfortably um, express while statusing other emotions such as anger. So what I Googled was misogyny versus toxic masculinity. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's not really, toxic masculinity is like, uh, masculinity and femininity are the gender roles that we're like, Mm -hmm. how society views them. So when we say things are toxic masculinity, those are like the the bad parts um, that are exact exaggerated or um, overdone in society. Like boys don't cry, mm-hmm. be angry, like hold hold everything here, <laughs> yeah. right, right, right. beat motherfuckers up or whatever right. it is. Like be overly sexual, right. um, shit like that. And so those are when we say um, toxic masculinity. Now um, let me look at when. The, you look up toxic femininity. Um, I don't think there's really. That's why we're trying to work on the term. A definition, but because it's like, what are the things now? And that could be a part of how we view that. Now that's I a think good that's thing. exactly like what, what are the the traits that when the roles that women are supposed to have that are deemed as bad. Manipulative. That, that's not a part of gender roles. So like. Huh. As what roles like, being manipulative? Like yeah. that's a the general number one role. thing women do to try to manipulate men is use sex. Oh Bro, no, that's thing. not what I'm talking about. I'm talking Hold about on. the first thing gender roles. Ever told gender me roles. about women was that y'all are manipulative. That was the first thing. Does you did that include her physically? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't don't you want to do this for your mom? Exactly. Do you know what a guilt trip is? Do you know it? These are these are emotional. I think we've all experienced that. Yeah. That's For not sure. so. For sure. No, that's not the same thing. So when we describe like what is masculine and what is feminine, you know what's feminine? Mm. Nurturing. Right. So what are the the something that can be like toxic femininity? Maybe instilling as a nurturer, instilling values that are not going to benefit you as a man in this world. That's that's not what I'm saying. Oh, I'm not saying, I'm saying how about. you can twist what you're doing. So but that's the what things I'm that you people define. So let's look up. That, this is what I'm trying to get y'all to see. 
when you look up what is feminine and mm-hmm. what is masculine, like what are the traits? So mm-hmm. if I say, what's mascu- masculinity? So you'll look up things like be tough, be strong, mm-hmm. do shit. It's like shit like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas, whereas femininity is like soft, nurturer, carer. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how mm. how are those things toxic? I would when and what we think of men in general is toxic. That's why there's such things as toxic. I got one for you. I, I, I got one for you. Yeah. I think that being emotionally irrational or not in control of your emotions is something that's ascribed as a feminine trait. Or rather, more emotional than logical. Mm. Yeah. But when you think of, you guys are understanding what I'm saying. I, think I want you to look not... up femininity and then like masculinity and look at like, like write a list and compare like, like what's so those what you're saying are. is when you compare those two lists, all of the attributes for men for masculinity are going to be either oppressive or like dominating type things. Yes. When you look at the list of the traits that describe femininity, they're all going to be the inverse of those things. Kind right? Of, yes. They're not gonna, yes. they're not going to be uh exploitative or or whatever, right? They're going right. to be like you said, nurturing, caregiving, these type of attributes. Yes. So now this is this is now okay. So now this is inspiring a whole another conversation that I want to have is the problem that I have with all masculine attributes being considered toxic. That's Ooh. wild as fuck to me. They're not all considered toxic. Well, the ones that we're we're choosing to highlight, even especially well, we, in this conversation, or even on the Google page when you Google right. masculine. That's tra- the thing Hold about. On, let me finish real quick. When you so the, the 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 common theme is to describe tra- the the expected gender whatever of men be gender behavior of men to be mm. bogus and problematic at the root. No, so think about um, strong being strong can be a masculine trait. Is that toxic being strong? Well, it no, it's not. No, it's like the abuse strong of power is makes meaning. it toxic. So there are the qualities of masculinity that outside of um, the power dynamic or using it to oppress other people, it, it wouldn't be toxic. So someone being considered strong is not a toxic thing. Now, if you're using your strength to overpower people, that's toxic. And that's why I would be labeled as toxic masculinity because those things can be Ooh, used you. as power over some people sometimes. They can is there anything other? Is there anything stronger than a woman? It depends on who you're talking to. Okay, but so but you just said that strength in and of itself is it's considered not. a masculine thing. Yes. Right, but it's yes. not toxic, right? Unless it's used oh, over people. Good. Correct. Absolutely. So being strong in mm-hmm. and of itself is masculine, but not toxic. Yes. So then you're agreeing that a woman can be strong without being toxic, right? Yes. So then therefore she could also be strong and toxic. She could. But that but toxic is not a feminine trait. I mean, not See? toxic. Ah, the Freudian stop, slip. Stop, stop. Freudian strength slip. is not a toxic. <laughs> I mean, strength is not a feminine trait. That's not listed under femininity. Strength. That's listed under masculinity. So I guess my point is if, all right, so, so 
can a man be no that doesn't make any sense to me it, it does if you look up no. like mask what's masculine and what's feminine okay and look and see which one of those can be toxic and like how now like i said strength is a masculine trait that's so, associated okay with so you're saying that the masculine traits mm -hmm. that may come up when you list the masculine traits that come up when you describe masculinity can be converted into toxic behaviors. Yes. But you're saying the toxic or the description of behaviors of femininity cannot be, there's not a toxic version of those things. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Oh, well. Like what? Give me an I example. I literally want you guys to pull up this. So, so I'm looking up masculine traits. You're going to ask me to give me an example. Oh. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So would you say nurturing is one of the traits described to femininity? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we have instances of mothers being overprotective and overbearing. Is that nurturing, though? Yeah, because they think people they're nurturing. Ever, when you hear the words nurturing, do you ever think of bad stuff? I'm giving you examples good, right good. now. An example of a bad yeah. nurturer. You could be overbearing, overprotective. Yeah. That is a nurture. You're trying to do the best thing for the person that you're nurturing. Nurturing, no, I'm however, sorry you put bad in front of nurturing because nurturing itself is not a bad thing. You have to right. put bad. Yeah, in front neither. Of is we're trying to say how it can be exactly. toxic, though. You right. asked us to give you an example of yeah. a feminine descriptive behavior <laughs> and convert it into yeah. a toxic behavior. Like overbearing, overprotective mothers, that's them thinking that they're nurturing their child by protecting them against the world. In reality, they're doing and the opposite. Was, in what way? In what way is that Cause hurting they're people? Because you don't know what to go expect. Cause they're in what way to, is that killing people? Easy. In what way is that killing Think people? About, yes. Men kill people. In what way is that killing someone? Being over like an overbearing nurturer, like because oh my mother not, gave me too much attention. Like no, how, that's, what it's is very it? simple. I give you an example. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I go ahead because I have examples too. Go ahead, go ahead. No, ahead. I think you should go. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should go. So you want to know how they kill people? Well, why does it have to be the extreme of the example? Because that's what that's what misogyny and toxic masculinity right. is. People are dying and getting murdered and getting oppressed. So it ain't no little, oh, you you call the girl fat. Like You're taking, when men are like yeah. using their strength as a power, like people are getting their ass beat. Right. And women are getting beat and children are getting beat at home by their by their men. Or by, by their the mothers. Yeah. And so yeah. you're saying there are no repercussions for what can be described as toxic femininity. Therefore, it shouldn't even be a term because there are no it repercussions for it. It does not exist. But I think it does. He's, he's giving an example. If somebody is overprotective, yeah. right, then they could be shielding you from real life experiences that may take your life. So you, you guys are. You might take you your guys own are, life. <laughs> no. What? So all right. No. So for example, if you you're you're a mother, you're overprotective of your child. You raise them. Um, you you set a curfew. They got to be home by a certain point of time. This 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 and that. They they aren't allowed to experience or associate with the world or socialize because their mother, with their nurturing nature, is aware of the trap falls and pitfalls of the world and wants to protect them of that. And so the moment that that person turns 18 and is at college registering for classes on their own because their mom had to work, and somebody pulls a knife on them and robs them in that line, 
and potentially cuts their throat because of their inability to recognize their surroundings because they have been so overprotected. Is that masculinity? I think we're doing like extreme examples. No, though. we are because you brought but up that. But that's the thing about yeah. it. Toxic masculinity is extreme. But how can in we that not... that example. And no, in my it, example... It, it, that's has, why it's called toxic masculinity yeah. because it's extreme. Like you can't like, argue the most extreme version of something as the rule. Yeah. But you have to understand because that's what usually the exception, is not the in itself, and then what is femininity is in itself. Like, and I think that's what we're trying to discuss yeah. because like what you're you, saying, what makes something masculine versus feminine, is not adding up to me, because that because you the strength example is a perfect example, right? You're just you just said that all masculine traits there's a bad version of them, and the difference between masculine and feminine is the traits that are feminine. There's no bad version of them. That's not true. That's not accurate. That's like I'm that's a false to say, like, premise. There's no power you can put behind that. And I already we already had the conversation. That's, why I that's not the power because it's like but the power ain't a part of it. That's why it's a separate word. It's a separate concept. So you're still talking thing. about sociology. He's talking about psychology. That's where you keep butting heads. Cause like. It sounds like you're saying what he's saying is not true. Like, women can't be terrible, even though you will admit that. Women can be terrible. Exactly. Absolutely. But he's talking about from a psychological aspect. I'm just saying. And a behavioral psychology no one, aspect. People say what the word saying, nurturer. No one thinks bad things. We just gave we you just an gave example, example. But no one of thinks that nurturing. when that comes to the top of your head, when you be like, my mother's a nurturer. That doesn't or my father's a nurturer. Though. But that, no just because people don't immediately of think then of you, that doesn't mean that that's not a thing. Your father's a nurturer. That if I say the greatest the basketball player of all time, we may say Kobe, Michael Jordan, and LeBron real fast, but we may forget about Bill Russell, Magic, Magic Johnson. Kareem. Like, there's a whole bunch of people we may forget. That don't mean that these motherfuckers ain't in that conversation just because we don't immediately think of them. Right, just because we don't immediately mm. think of nurturing as a bad thing doesn't mean that hey, we can fix. Like, there's ways that it can be bad. It can negatively impact your development as a human being, for sure. And I think men are always a lot of times accused of being like um, overbearing nurturers, especially when it comes to daughters. Exactly. I don't think nurturers ever used. You could be like a dad could be like. My daughter can't leave the house at this time. She can't talk to boys until she's out of college. She can't do this. She can't do that. That is seen as toxic behavior because he's restricting your rights. But when a mother does it for her child, it's not. Or are you saying it, it's not because people don't think about it that way? It's not something? Ding, ding, I didn't hear what you said. Ding, that's right. Ding, ding, ah, okay. I'm saying you agree that men can do that, and men, when men do that, it's seen as like toxic, overbearing, nurturing behavior, right? If they're trying to prevent their daughter from going out or doing things that maybe their sons would do, they don't want their daughter to date. I won't call that nurturing. But that's what it is. Is it? Yeah. Or is they using their power and like. It's nurturing. They think they is. Because it works the same way for women. They think, the they think by looking for their child. So what role does intent have in this then? Mm. Mm. Right? That's a good question. Uh, what role does intent have? Because as a nurturer, your intent may be for the best, but the result may not. Mm. Right? As Let's go to the masculine side. As a person <laughs> who is strong... Right, that may be a good thing, but you may utilize that strength 
in a situation that may be interpreted as toxic, but it also could be interpreted as, what's another word to describe masculine protective, mm. which is one of those positive ones, right? So mm. like the intent behind it, I think may also play a role here too. Because sure. I think honestly at the root of what a lot of, like a, a lot of the root of fuckboyism is the intent to be dishonest and bogus and wild and problematic, mm. right? That's the intent behind being a fuckboy is like not to be transparent, not to be honest and all of these things, mm -hmm. which I think to me is where the, the, the portion of the phrase toxic starts to become a little bit more relevant is the intent behind it. Hmm. Right. That's that's where it starts to become a little bit more, I think, starting to bleed into the societal piece from like now I'm stepping out of the psychological psychological argument into the psychological the societal pieces like your intent behind your behaviors also means something because you also at that point then have to combine it with what you know and what you've learned yeah you know like I mean? using it to dominate or overpower someone is yes or using it to start a conversation with someone right hmm. what <laughs> right so, so <laughs> i feel like that could be a thing too Maybe you're, I don't know. I feel like I can come up with so many like different scenarios, but I don't, I don't want to come up with scenarios because those could be one-off situations. I really mm -hmm. want to try to come up with as general as, I guess, hypotheticals as possible to try to advance the conversation. Because if we, if we just stick to nuances, mm -hmm. like, yeah, it's some, it's some hood niggas that don't do hood nigga shit. <laughs> like, I gotta, we can't go off the exception. Uh, or we can't we can't advance a conversation off of an exception. We can study exceptions and like, <laughs> yeah, like we can we can build a we can build like um, a point off an exception, but we can't really advance a dialogue off of, off of an exception True. for the most part. And that's so. toxic femininity, huh? What you dialogue? Is, yeah, like yeah, it's, it's just it's just certain emphasis, but it ain't really mm. a wide range concept. I, I literally want you guys to like outside of this to look up feminine traits and masculine traits. Oh, so you, you see, think like, that we what? haven't though? I'm, I'm sure. because I'm looking like at some. Assuming, I, want I think you, you're like, assuming. Name me some. You're also assuming where I personally am coming into this conversation at, because I've googled all of these. I don't think it's fair to just attribute all the root issues to men. I just, I just don't think that's fair. It's myopic right of the big picture of the actual problem that we have here because we all have some responsibility in this and my job and my role is to expose to men what our role in this is but because i have a podcast <laughs> we also go talk about the role that women have in this right that's the, that's all that's, that's my whole viewpoint that's it because i do think there is some responsibility. i think men have a bigger onus and more responsibility over this whole issue of the whole thing we got a lot more work to do than i think that women do but however we just not gonna act like that women have nothing to do with we it. never said that but i'm literally trying to get you guys to understand that like like women to the patriarchy is like black people to white supremacy and like i don't know why there's a disconnect to why you can't see that of course there's no i can see that but what that, i'm saying is there's to a perpetuate white supremacy but at all times white supremacy is the power at play. So I think you guys are being stuck on the word being mask. 
no, and like it's not. point to male and you need some that battle step to women. But it's like the things that women do and like how like the things that we're But that's to, to us do, that's like assuming that their, all the things that black people do is a reaction to white people. Bro, we it's been black people that exist on this planet that ain't never absolutely. ever ever seen a white person. Absolutely. So you cannot attribute their behavior to white people. I mean there have been there have been times that. in society where the patriarchy didn't exist. So that's what—that's literally was the point that I just made. We can't just all. Uh, there's a lot of circles. There's a lot. What we're of, talking about in this in this time, like why are we acting the way we act now? Like what's the power at play? We can't talk about what happened like before us or like way. Well, I think it is important to talk about what happened what they before. Were doing back then. No, it does make sense. It does make sense, and especially if we're looking to examples of how to behave that folks try to act like we don't have no examples of. For example. People like to say in the United States, oh, we can't exist without police. Have you ever heard of American Indians? I agree with you on that. Right? Like, yeah. you can. Yeah. So, if we have examples to point to where these things aren't happening, mm -hmm. then that uh, flies in the face of the argument that at the very basis level of certain things, that this is what exists. These are attributes that are attributed to this just simply by existing. We can't necessarily do that if we can come with examples where that's not the case. I think it might help in the case of solving things if we look at. That's all we're trying to do. We're just trying to solve shit. That's all. That's all. All right. Let's let's uh <laughs> let's go ahead and wrap this up. We uh we we've been going in for a nice little minute. Yeah. Um. Oh, I guess I'll save this for next time because this is a what little bit it? too much toxicity. I had another question for women. I had another. Yeah. That was good. That we'll was save good. it for next week, but. <laughs> Like I said, man, at the end of the day, we just all trying to make better people on this planet, man. I feel like there, there's so many uh, disconnects and there's actually so much that we can really do that simple shit to try to bridge some of these gaps and just really just elevate the quality of people that we dealing with, man, that exist on this planet. That's all. That's it. That's all. And I think we should work together in this. <laughs> yeah, we got to. Yeah. We have no it choice. It be resolved if we don't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's get into Florida, man. In the April, Florida, man. All right. Uh, <laughs> this looked like fucking Joe Exotic's what? husband's daddy or some shit. Mm -hmm. Rocco Joseph Mantella. So the headline is, uh, man kicks swans in the head at Florida Park. 34-year-old <laughs> <laughs> like man uh, arrested after people saw him kicking swans in the head. Uh, multiple people told officers they saw Rocco Joseph Mantella kicking swans as the hard name. as possible <laughs> as he appeared to practice karate. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the report says Mantella also kicked a sleeping duck. The Orlando Sentinel reports uh, one witness told investigators Mantella appeared to laugh when he saw her reaction. Uh, arrested on animal cruelty charges. All right, so this inspires a few questions. Number one, what level of crime do you have to commit to get your whole name published with your story? <laughs> My man's name is Rocco Joseph Mantella. We got all his... You know why his whole when shit. it comes to animal cruelty? That's when they expose That's you. right. They, they, they damn near publish <laughs> his address on this shit. Right. <laughs> the other question is, how do you get to judge how hard this man could kick? 
That's what he's trying to figure as out. Hard as he can. <laughs> right, right. They said as hard as possible. You could, if you was a good lawyer, you could get somebody off filing a false police report. Like, bitch, I wasn't going as hard as possible. Right, I was shadow boxing. What are you talking about? <laughs> What is he doing? <laughs> the other thing though, now that you say that, I've been attacked by swans, right? Yeah. So that's like funny that if you're practicing karate, yeah. so it's a couple of things. Here. This story you would argue about. that he was being attacked. He was being attacked. <laughs> but what flies in the face of that is nigga, one of them was sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, that's, that's so hard. you wasn't causing you wasn't getting attacked. If one he of them was sleeping, terrorizing. you were just out there being a bully, bro. Just... <laughs> it's Florida. You're going to have some yeah. stand your ground law you're going to use and argue shit. <laughs> the Swans Those ducks lawyer. Were a threat. <laughs> the Swans lawyer entered a stand, a stand your ground plea <laughs> against Joseph <laughs> Rocco Mantella. Oh, shit. That was a good ass Florida man. That was one of the better Florida men that we've had. All right, man, let's go ahead and wrap this up. This has been uh, the Self-Medicated Podcast for April 27th. This was a good one, man. This was this was really dope. I enjoyed this one a lot. It's because of me. Perhaps. Yeah. It could have been the question that I asked last week, too. But regardless, <laughs> I am your host, Troy, a.k.a. The Wayfair, a.k.a. Young Quinn Quarantino. Huge shout-out to Justin, captain of the Igloo, young, popular, and friendly, a.k.a. The Box Hunter. <laughs> Ismael, young Sisa, the hardest working man in hospitality, war zone poppy, the basement dweller. <laughs> Huge shout out to you, man. I'm glad you're here, Ish. We miss you, bro. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then Paige, aka Just Paige, aka what was the other one? Gorilla, Gorilla Dad, Gorilla Dad, aka Gorilla Dad. Let's go. Oh shit! All right. Until next time, man. We out here. Let's go. Yeah. Nigga, who that is? That's dog? Reggie. Who the fuck is Reggie? Care to take Megan out? What you want, nigga? I'm here to take his daughter out. What's your name? Reggie. Well, no, y'all heard the motherfucker say your name, Reggie. You want you taking Megan out? How old is you? Fifteen. Shit, nigga, you at least thirty. This is mine. Did you fight? Yeah.